We got real news for you. Politics and culture and entertainment too. From a Marxist point of view. So open up your holes and we'll up for the news. Hey everybody, it's Soy Trek. Hello. Doing the real news. I'm Captain Britain. And I'm Pat. Guess what? We have ads now, as you may have noticed. You don't want ads? Well, Soyagers, for the little, little price of $2 a month, which comes out to what? Uh, $0.08 cents a day? Yeah. $0.07 cents a day? Remember those commercials where they, you could support children overseas for $0.08 cents a day? Yeah. Well, we're we're man children, so <laughs> I mean, you're a man child. I'm a, I'm a them child. A them so. child. Them child. <laughs> Uh, my I'm a I my pronouns are my slash child. Thank you very much. Uh, for as little as two dollars a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS and not only get ad free episodes, but you also get all of our episodes the moment I get done making them instead of having to wait for them to trickle out over the week. Like, uh, you know, um, come down uh, Data's butthole. Hmm. After uh, after he goes to cetacean ops, <laughs> takes a takes a swim if you know what I mean. Yeah, take a little swim. Take a take a little. Sw- hey, how about hey hey Mister hey Mister Dolphin? How about uh, your uh, your sperm? Take a little swim inside of me. <laughs> take a take a dip. Take a take a nice dip. It's it's even warmer in me than it is in here. You know what I'm saying? My God, the, <laughs> the water is nice and warm, but my my positronic butthole. It'll fit around your dolphin dick. <laughs> like, uh, you know one of those things with the nails where you put your face in and it makes the imprint of your face? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those fit real tight. My dick will do that to you, <laughs> Mr. Dolphin. Ooh, I can't imagine getting one of those in your dick hole. Like the little, like, little needles. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I masturbate to? Gonna sound with the, with the face thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the sound of music. The sound of music. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the sound of music is that a musical about about putting things in your dick? <laughs> Wild dude. Um, but you also get um all the episodes in high quality stereo. Say it with high. me in stereo. High, high quality, quality stereo. stereo. Uh, MP3 instead of that shitty mono trash, which is also MP3, but shittier mm. MP3. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah. Also, if you pay $10 a month, mm-hmm. eh, you get access to my Plex server, yeah. which has uh, 15,000 films, mm-hmm. almost, uh, a couple hundred series, like, uh, or some series on there? The Mask Cartoon, Dumb mm-hmm. and Dumber, the Son cartoon. of the Beach. Son of the Beach? No one, no one knows what that is. No, no one has any idea. Fucking um, uh, Time Cop, I just got Time oh, Cop shit. from 1997. Mm. That's about a time cop <laughs> damn uh yeah i guess it's pretty the earthworm gym series uh, yeah um, uh-huh. saw that that was pretty and eek the cat which is my favorite cartoon of all time really yeah you you're a depraved person <laughs> eek the cat no you were a depraved person oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. liking eek the cat the what most eek of the cat time. rules yeah I, I i said i just said his catchphrase last night i was like it never hurts to help uh, it, it never hurts to help <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I remember uh, trying to play the video game Eek the Cat. You remember mm, that one? I didn't have it. Oh, it was on the Super Nintendo. We mm-hmm. didn't have it either. We rented it and we refused to buy it because it's a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm sure it was bad. It's a piece of shit. It's so difficult. <laughs> um, so also, uh, if you pay us just five dollars a month, just half that, you don't get access to my Plex server. Oh. However. We mentioned your name. Oh, nice. On uh, the podcast, uh, people just like a Dan Morrison, a Dylan Lance, an Ian Killia, Joanna Hearn, Jordan Hale, Nick Savard, Shane Sawyer, and David Croning Seats. Mm. Indeed. Hells yeah. Thanks, all of, guys. All of, all of those people deserve a, uh, you know what? How about a sloppy butthole lick? <laughs> so if they want a sloppy butthole lick and you're in any position to give them a big old sloppy loopity doopity do, go on, give we'll one. up that hot dog bun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, uh, you know, do it. Yeah, do it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Do uh, a once ta- again, do a little taste test before you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if uh, if you don't taste it, you waste it. You know what they say. Yeah. Um, so if you, uh, pass the smell check, that's, that's right. That's, uh, <laughs> once again, that's patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS. Once again, that's patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS. BS stands for bullshit, but you know what else BS stands for? Hmm. Uh, bruising 
sanctions? Yeah, I can see that. I can't. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> I don't know what bruising sanctions <laughs> That shit don't make no sense whatsoever, man. Let's get into some news, Pat. Yay. How about that? All right. So first, according to uh, CNN.com uh, from the AP, five additional pl- pages of classified material found at Biden's Washington residence. <laughs> So uh, President Joe Biden's aides found five additional pages of classified materials at his personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware. On the same day, a special counsel was appointed to investigate the matter, the White House announced on Saturday. The new disclosure marks the latest shift in the total number of documents with classified markings discovered by Biden's lawyers in a week that has dramatically shifted the trajectory of an administration at the same moment it has raised significant questions about its handling of legally precarious matters. Uh, Quote, we have now publicly released specific details about the documents identified, how they were identified, and where they were found. Richard Sauber, the White House special counsel, said in a statement that noted the White House counsel's office will no longer answer questions on the matter with the investigation underway. So... This is all very Trumpian, right? Yeah. Like, this is all stuff like Trump has been thrown under the bus for and accused of and everything for the past six months. And I just love it when, like, libs do the exact same shit conservatives do. Yeah. And then they pretend like it's very different. Yeah. Like, very fucking different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just part of the outrage news cycle. Yeah, it it's is. like, yeah, I mean, I... I just assume like this always happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I don't I don't care. Like when yeah, people I don't like care. fucking uh Trump had a bunch of classified documents I'm like who cares? Yeah. Who ca- he already like he already has had had the access to this information he could have bribed people with for 4 years. Mm-hmm. If he did it, he probably already did it or like took copies or whatever. He could have put them on his phone. Mm-hmm. We don't fucking know. I don't care that he has some fucking paper documents that he had mm-hmm. access to for 4 years. Yeah. What's who cares? Yeah. Why would we care? Oh no, information that'll hurt the United States government. Oh no. <laughs> He's already done the fucking damage. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, just oh. like let it let it let it do its damage. Yeah, like um Yeah, I mean with 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 uh with Biden, uh, was it it was found at his personal residence? Yeah, uh so some at his personal residence, some at his like office or something like that. Yeah, I mean I so this, been, this dude's found. sundowning constantly, so I'm sure it was just like him being like these papers are important thing, and it's like something like you know, a, oh, these are my Christmas cards. <laughs> yeah, these are my Christmas and cards. It's, it's like clearly labeled like JFK assassination. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, ah. I can't. I don't have my reading glasses. Yeah. Uh, definitely family photos. Just as like a missing Zapruder footage. <laughs> yeah. He just walked out of the White House and walked all the way home in the, in the, in the rain. <laughs> there, there was like there was a silver alert for him. They're all trying to <laughs> fucking with a box that says WMD evidence. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, all right, Mister Biden, time to go home. <laughs> he show, yeah, he shows up at a house he lived in in 1960. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like. And like, why is it my key work? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm. Corn, corn pop, corn, corn pop. pop. Can corn. you help me break in? <laughs> I know you can give me a lot, corn pop. <laughs> yeah, like if whatever damage is done was done. Like, yeah, but, but yeah, you just wouldn't expect any sort of consistency from anybody yeah, when and, it comes to terms of this. It's like. I'm not concerned that this dude took classified documents. Yeah. I'm concerned that, like, a dude who would openly complain about someone else taking classified documents would then do the same thing because they're too fucking senile to really know what they're doing. Yeah. (laughs) You know? That's my concern. Yeah. I... It sucks, and it's like it sucks that he like weaponized it. Democrats weaponized it, and he's just guilty of the. Ex- they're guilty of the exact same shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe to a lesser degree, and maybe for different reasons, but it's still the same shit. Yeah, and so a, if we're gonna be punitive about like specific actions and stuff, and care about our fucking dumbass British legal system, where like precedence actually matters, then we have to have some fucking consistency. Yeah. 
you know, as not fascists. Yeah, I mean that's that they did jump on the on the document thing because like it's hard for the it's get harder and harder for them to actually attack each other on policy because they both have the same policy. Same policy. It's an upward transfer and, of wealth and policy. So it's that's all like, it is. And yeah. so it's like you know you can't like really they couldn't really get Trump on you know on like any on much of anything else because it's all the same. They're he's all, Teflon, he's Teflon all, Don, man. Yeah, it's all the, all the same. He, he was working for the same exact interests that they are. So it, it's no, like, yeah, oh, he, the documents. But yeah, then, all of his crimes are fucking rich people crimes yeah. that they have made, <laughs> that they have decriminalized so they don't have to go to jail. Yeah. And when I say they, I mean the rich people that get to make the laws. You <laughs> yeah. Know? It's, yeah, and they, they, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they, were, they got him on that, and they, but that's the thing. Like, all the crimes that they have, they're just as complicit in those mm-hmm. same crimes. So it's just like, that's why they have to, like, tiptoe on, on on you know on teacups yeah about you know yeah and so, and so like the trump thing i think i said at the time it doesn't matter it's a nothing burger it's funny if yeah. anything yeah and it, uh, the funniest thing the funny like my fucking my my dad every time so every time trump is in the news he's like oh it looks like the shoe's about to fall <laughs> i'm like no 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 it's not this dude has been openly committing crimes for the past 30 years of his life if not longer yeah and it's like no nothing's <laughs> gonna happen to this guy yeah he's a rich white dude in america yeah who's been criming all of his life <laughs> but he's he's protected from that yeah and it's funny like yeah i mean every single person that's ever been associated with him has has, has been the one to take the fall and like and been screwed over by him like, and like, people keep falling for it like, so it's just like, like you know at, at a certain point it's just like yeah it's like it's everyone up, else's fault at this it, point. it is <laughs> like you you look at someone like epstein or like weinstein or something yeah. like that like people who are like openly doing like sexual conspiracies yeah. for decades mm-hmm. and it was an open secret and people made jokes about it and shit mm-hmm. And everyone just knew, but like everyone also understood that power is shielded from that kind of accountability. Yeah. And it's really fucking bad. Yeah. Like if, if either of us had a classified document in our house. Oh, we'd go to jail for it. Oh, I mean, yeah, look at Julian Assange. And yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> if Julian Assange had like well, any of these documents, they mm. would have executed him in public like they yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Have one of their the CIA assassination things go through or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, this is just like, oops, you know, Grandpa Sleepy took something home again. <laughs> oops, all corruption. <laughs> all corruption. Yeah, oops, all corruption. Yeah, because like, chances are, like, you know, Trump or Biden would just be selling to like, you know other higher ups among their own on, on their own class strata like you know Julian Assange was releasing the information for public use <laughs> and that's why he's you know in jail for the rest of his life and Biden there's and Biden and Trump they're like smacking their top of their hands and being like never again <laughs> or trying trying to make it not so obvious this time <laughs> speaking of jail for the rest of their life moving on Comedian Andy Dick was accused of public intoxication, failing to register as a sex offender in uh, Lake Elsinore, east of Los Angeles. Wow, he's, he's had to register as a sex offender? Yeah. Wow, for what did he do? We'll get to that. Actor and comedian Andy Dick was accused Friday of public intoxication and failing to register as a sex offender, authorities said. Dick, uh, 57 years old, was taken into custody without incident in Lake Elsinore, roughly 70 miles southeast of Los Angeles, after a report of an intoxicated person, the Riverside County Sheriff's Office said. Jail records show he was booked just before 1 a.m. and released roughly two hours later. Dick did not immediately respond to an request for comment, nor did a lawyer who had previously represented him. Dick was accused last year of felony sexual battery in Orange County, though he was never charged, and authorities said the apparent victim wasn't cooperative. In eternity... Uh, an attorney who represented Dick in the case, Daniel Kelpovitz, called the case totally bogus and said at the time that his client is often falsely accused. Mm, in a yeah, separate case, okay. Dick was <laughs> accused of groping a rideshare driver in April 2018 in West Hollywood. He pleaded not guilty but was convicted by a jury last year and sentenced to 90 days in jail, the Los Angeles Times reported. As part of the case, Dick was required to register as a sex offender and complete 52 Alcoholics Anonymous sessions among other terms, according to the Times. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so everyone I know in Los Angeles has met Andy Dick. Really? Like, literally everyone. And everyone has said, they, he's, like, put his tongue in their ear. Ugh. He's, like, stolen drinks from them. 
Like he's he's supposed to be just like everyone I know has an Andy Dick story, and they're all bad. Yeah, he and it's sounds funny, like a menace. It's funny because I'll, I'll like be talking to someone I just meet from Los Angeles, and I'll be like, you know, it's crazy. You you haven't met Andy Dick, have you? And the, they're always like. I've met Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go to a bar in Los Angeles, chances are. That's basically are, it, yeah. yeah. He'll, like, come in to, like, any bar he can get into in Los Angeles that hasn't banned him in 86 <laughs> at this point. And they're like, what's up, bitches? Who has some Coke? And then I'll, like, st- be like, God. someone want to buy me a drink? And then I'll, like, stick, try to stick their tongue in there and talk about how he was on news radio or something. <laughs> yeah. But even though he was, he is awful. He actually wasn't the worst person on news radio. That title actually went to Joe Rogan. <laughs> he was like the least funniest person on that show. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was he was fine on that show as the janitor. Yeah, he was. I think he was like, yeah, some did, yeah, did something. Like, yeah, but uh, yeah, fuck Andy Dick. Like, it's like, what was the last thing he was even in? Uh, last good thing he was in, or anything. I don't know. Like, when's the last time he worked? Is he just is he just living off residuals or? Uh, I mean, he was in Star Trek Voyager. I mean, he was in Star Trek Voyager, yeah. As uh, the uh, that's why he's in Star Trek news. As the <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Former former Star Trek actor. <laughs> oh, uh, he was like opposite the Doctor for that whole episode. Yeah, he was uh, the upgraded version of the um of the EMH. Yeah. And, and he's like, who has some coke? <laughs> who wants What's up, you sluts? I want a story because, you know, of that story where um, John Lovitz uh, beat the shit out of Andy oh, Dick. Oh, yeah, we love that. And uh, I want a story of Robert Picardo beating the shit out of Andy Dick. <laughs> That'd be so fucking sick, dude. That would be so sick. And I would, and if anyone should do it, it should be Robert Picardo because he, I think he'd be like singing. Like, just, like, <laughs> bouncing his head like a basketball. Yeah, but did Andy Dick go to jail? So is he in jail now? Or no, he was released a couple hours later. Uh-oh. So he's, he's just been charged with that. Mm. So he's having some legal troubles. Uh oh. That's, that's put, put him in the brig. <laughs> yeah. Put him on the prison colony. Erase, erase, erase his program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you know what I mean, erase his program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lobotomize Andy Dick. Hashtag lobotomizing. Yeah, at this point, like it, it's like a safety safety precaution. Pretty just much, like yeah. yeah, you keep them from spreading STDs and violence and and sexual assault throughout Los Angeles and other areas. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, speaking of sexual assault in the Los Angeles area, Elon Musk funded a nonprofit run by MIT professor offered to finance a Swedish pro Nazi group. What? Yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ. So, according to this article, uh, in the fall of 2022, a Swedish right-wing extremist with a central role in running the pro-Nazi media platform, Naya Dagblet, received a message. uh, The foundation to promote independent journalism that he was in the process of setting up had been approved a major grant of money. The sum of $100,000, about $1 million in Swedish currency... Uh, was to be paid out as soon as the extremist could show the foundation had been officially registered. The premise, uh, sorry, the promise of financial support was signed uh, Professor Max Tegmark, President, Future of Life Institute. The person to whom the signature belongs has a high profile, the MIT physics professor and public figure Max Tegmark. Well known in Sweden as well as internationally, Tegmark was named Global Swede of the Year in 2020 and is frequently invited to debate issues of artificial intelligence and nuclear weapons. He is considered to be one of the world's most influential critics of AI. Uh, he's also an international fellow of the Royal Swedish Academy of Engineering Sciences since 2021. The Future of Life Institute is a private nonprofit organization based in Cambridge, Massachusetts, whose stated mission is to steer transformative technologies, such as AI and biotech, away from extreme large-scale risks and towards benefiting life. Uh, FLI was founded in 2014 by Max Tegmark, along with several others, including the co-founder of Skype, Jan Tallinn. Tegmark is the president of the Institute, which, in addition to a board of directors and its staff, maintains an external advisory board. The advisors are mainly professors at high-ranking universities, but also include the owner of Tesla and Twitter, Elon Musk, and the actor and director, Morgan Freeman. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, FLI is active on in the international stage. It has counseled the United Nations and European Union on issues concerning the risks of AI. 
<coughs> the group also uh, produces informal material and organizes conferences and events to promote its message. The Institute is funded through donations. Last year, for instance, FLI received $4 million from Elon Musk's foundation, according mm. to Fortune magazine. Cool. FLI, in turn, offers grants of funding to others who apply for them. According to their website, the Future of Life Institute approves grants to individuals and groups who work on projects that align with the Institute's mission. These grants will often be in the magnitude of hundreds of thousands of dollars. The Institute has a grants team of three members, of whom Max Tegmark, the founder and president, is one. This fall, the Swedish pro-Nazis media platform <laughs> Naya Dagelbet filed paperwork with the government administrative board in Darlena County, Sweden, to officially register a foundation. According to these filings, the Future of Life Institute and Max Tegmark intended to support the extremist foundation with a sum of $100,000. Naya Dagblet uh, notified the government of Tegmark's promise of support as part of the application process subsequent to initial filing. The Naya Dagblet Foundation held its first constructive meeting on the 1st of August in the town of Esveta in Darlana, Switzerland, the foundation's board of directors consists of senior editors of the right-wing extremist conspiracy media platform Nyadogblet, which is oftentimes compared to a Swedish version of Infowars. Mm. Uh, Marcus Anderson, editor-in-chief and formal publisher of Nyadogblet website, was appointed board chairman. Um... At this point, in response to the county officials' concern about the foundation's modest funds, Anderson submitted filings stating that he had been promised external fundings, um, then uh, explaining the $100,000. So the platform, Naya Dogblet, was set up in 2012. Marcus Anderson, the founder, editor-in-chief, and publisher, has a political background in the now-defunct extreme right-wing party of the National Democrats, where he once held a leading position. Like the National Democrats, Naya Dagblet's ideological position is one of ethno-pluralism, hmm. a racist far-right doctrine that ethnic groups must be separated from one another and live in their own territories. Same as, you know, like black separatists in America, mm. you know, segregationists in America, mm. uh, apartheid enjoyers mm. all around the world. Um. Naya Dogblet presents itself as an independent daily newspaper, but also promotes a campaign to defend ethnic rights, the purpose of which is stated to be uh, to contribute to a healthy population development <laughs> and joy and vitality for the people you belong to. Mm. Yeah, the people you belong to. Cool. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> Elon Musk is sending these guys $4 million. Uh, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Was, it's... I mean, he's, he's sending it to a foundation that gave him a hundred thousand dollars so mm. so it's it's, it's um you know it's it's a foundation to a foundation but uh obviously yeah. not really checking his money or really caring where it goes i mean i think he probably knows i mean he's i like how he's gone on record saying how like you know people have pointed out that he could easily end world hunger oh yeah and and he says like no impossible I'm not going to spend my money on that you know it would it would only solve it for a day it would only feed everybody for a day and then and it'll all be gone which is not true yes. and but then like but then like four million dollars to a Swedish neo Nazi group yeah <laughs> no problem make it rain make baby. it rain yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy like how rich people view money and like yeah. like once you get to a certain point like it's funny to me that like people talk about effective altruism as mm -hmm. though it's like a new concept or something. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, someone like, uh, you know, gave an academic term and started writing about it. But like, this has been what capitalists have believed mm. since the beginning of capitalism yeah. that like, yeah, like the person who makes the most money is the best and so knows the best how to use that money. Is the smartest person, also works the hardest, mm -hmm. and so, and then, and should have more say in what happens to money than anyone else, you know? And we, all, <laughs> we all know that's fucking dog shit. Because yeah. otherwise, like, did, did Elon Musk just not work at all for the past, like, six <laughs> months? Is that why he's lost, you know, two thirds of his fortune? <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, like shit, shit should not be yo-yoing like that. It, it, like wealth had ought to be tied to something and be more stable. Yeah. Like if we actually believe in this capitalist system in any way. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I've 
don't think people genuinely do believe in capitalism if they really understand how it works. Because mm-hmm. it's a funny fucking house of cards. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, people who call themselves capitalists, it's like, well, no, you're just the a capitalist simp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm were. like, oh, yeah, tell me about all of the capital that's that you're living <laughs> off of. Because yeah. I don't, I think you just, like, you're, you know, an embarrassed you know, millionaire. Cause yeah, you haven't gone there. Basically. Yet. Yeah. Advocating for just some, like some, um, some, uh, some rich, you know, child from a, from a, from a long line of, of psychos mm-hmm. to just get, to just send them even more money and then make even more stupid decisions and yeah. do things like, you know, prop up right wing groups yeah, and, was- and, <laughs> And, and, it's like, yeah, well, I'm obviously the most talented and the best at what I do because mm-hmm. my English great-great-grandfather came over on the Mayflower and killed the most indigenous people. <laughs> yep. And so that's how we, uh, you know, uh, own a third of Pennsylvania. And uh, <laughs> we own the land that the King of Prussia Mall is on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes. But yeah, just yeah, just like, in, and then continue to um, perpetuate this myth that, these people have their positions due to their um, insane work ethic that they somehow work, you know, 700 times more than the, than an average person. And which is, should be pretty obvious that they don't No, <laughs> like they're like, there is there like these legendary people aren't fucking working, you know, 24 hours straight, you know, every single day and like, and doing the most, you know, it's like, no, they're literally, at the position they are because they are stealing people's surplus, their workers surplus value absolutely. and, and doing absolutely no work, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I, I don't, there was a great article uh, recently. I think it was about someplace in New Jersey, but for one day, the owner of a pizzeria let all of the employees take, like get all of the profits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, they weren't just on wage. They were just, they, they took the final sales at the end of the day and just, Mm-hmm. Split it up after costs. Mm-hmm. Each of the employees made seventy two dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also they they know they you know once you're you see how your your um your labor is tied to what you earn, mm-hmm. and also just showing like yeah how much is actually going being kicked up to your boss, mm-hmm. and then you're actually taking in what you, what you the um uh, taking in the labor you actually create. Mm-hmm. It's like oh my god. I mean, <laughs> you're like, making seventy two dollars an hour because yeah, that's the, and that's and that's the and you they're probably they probably were working a little bit harder than normal, mm-hmm. but but they're just doing the work they normally do and making what like four times what they typically make. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> under capitalism, it's understood that uh, in general, a person will only ever receive one third mm-hmm. uh, to one fifth of the entire value of what they work for their entire yeah. life. Which is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Like that. That means for like, I mean, that means if it takes you, say, what forty five years of working to retire, mm-hmm. it should actually take you fifteen. Yes, because you know that if if you actually got the wealth out of what you put in, mm-hmm. which is insane and sad. Like we should be retiring, you know, in our thirties. Yeah. We, you and I should be retiring about now. Yeah, I wish. But instead, <laughs> yeah, we are we're we are sacrificing our bodies to a a, a greater bad. Yeah, <laughs> like it's they're just like overconsumption and, and dumb bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just to make ends meet. Yeah. Speaking of overconsumption and dumb bullshit, guess what? Hmm. Here's capitalism. People are leaving Dungeons and Dragons. Against new restrictions in the game. Mm. Oh yeah, I heard something about this, uh-huh. but I didn't didn't, uh, didn't read up on it. So it's been a tough week for Dungeons and Dragons fans. The reins were pulled out on users who came up with their own storylines and new characters, creating legions of imaginary worlds that spin off the original fantasy role playing game. They have also been able to make and sell products required to play are based on the game under an open game license agreement. But as Gizmodo first reported. A leaked new agreement drafted by Wizards of the Coast, who owns D&D, uh, the Hasbro subsidiary that owns it, uh, threatened to tighten the uh, open game license that has been in place since the early 2000s. It would grant 
Wizards of the Coast the ability to, quote, make money off of these products without paying the person who made it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and companies that make over $750,000 off of uh, licensed material will have to start playing Hasbro a 25% cut of their earnings, which I actually think almost makes sense. Mm. Um, so, um, quote, I almost cried about it two nights ago, said Baron D. Ropp, who is 36 and lives in Tennessee. He's been playing D&D since he was nine years old, learning the ins and outs from older relatives who shared plans, played adventures, which map out a general storyline for each game. While some adventures are written by D&D itself, many others are written by individual dungeon masters. Under the proposed license, these plans would soon be owned by Hasbro. Mm. It honestly feels like your grandfather paid for your college education, and now that you're 40 years old and have a stable career, he says you owe him 25% of all the money you've been making, <laughs> he said. DeRob Moonlights is a dungeon master, the person responsible for getting a group of players through an adventure and describing various elements and encounters in the imaginary world. At corporate team-building events and runs a local high school's club, the one word that sums up his feeling is now betrayal. So this motherfucker runs D&D at corporate team building events. <laughs> and he's mad that he's making so much money at it that they're going to charge him. <laughs> like it, it said that they weren't going to charge anyone who doesn't make 750000 a year. And if he's making 700 if he's clearing almost a million dollars doing D&D at corporate events, this man deserves to be taxed into poverty. <laughs> <laughs> like... Uh, well, so he's just like so that's a it's a man that that that's corporate build, team building exercise. People they just get together and play D and D. Yeah, instead of doing trust falls now, like the one guy probably got CTE or something. So, <laughs> yeah. so now they're like, yeah, now we uh, do trust falls in our imaginations. Yeah. <laughs> you can be a wizard in trust fall now. <laughs> um, so yeah, all my job does like they I, they occasionally like just did one the other day. Well, months ago, like host a a baseball. A softball oh, no, you're, tournament. Your um, your fucking your work does uh, uh what are they called? Trauma bonding every day. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's the, the <laughs> thickest bonds of all, my friend. <laughs> um, so quote: uh, Many people are simply leaving the game altogether," said William Earl, a 28 year old YouTuber whose videos largely focus on D and D culture. He said he had canceled his description to D and D Beyond, Hasbro's digital game companion, and would never buy another Wizard of the Coast products. Uh, more than six hundred, sorry, sixty-six thousand fans signed an open letter addressed to Hasbro, D and D Beyond, and Wizards of the Coast, expressing disgust at the proposed changes. They view the changes as nothing but a money rush and an attempt to squash small-time creators who do not pose a serious threat to Hasbro. Company did not respond for comment. Fans mm. say the cottage industry they've been able to build uh, is what has allowed D and D to thrive over the years, and thrive it has. There are more than 13 million active players worldwide, and the game's popularity exploded at the height of the pandemic. Groups got together remotely, taking on identities like elves and witches to combat lockdown-induced loneliness. Many did so using software that allowed fans to play remotely and was made by creators under the original uh, open game license. Uh, yeah, I did go to a D&D um, convention before COVID hit. Cool. How was that? It was pretty fun. I didn't get to... Uh, join any of the games though all the games got filled up too quick oh yeah <laughs> but I, I did that's a, how i feel about buttholes at the orgy <laughs> but i did attend a few um um uh you know uh i don't know uh uh presentations that were pretty interesting D D presentations mm -hmm. like pe like D like uh people who do D D with like uh at schools and stuff like they bring they teach kids no, oh, so, so so like this guy. We yeah, but uh, it was like that. But like he was going to uh, kids, and then like as a form of also kind of like therapy, allowing them to express themselves through Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Oh, was... a, um, a groomer. <laughs> a groomer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, and uh, yeah. There was some, some couple ones. That, yeah, I didn't, but I didn't get to do any of the fun stuff, like actually join any of the games, because like I would go to sign up for a game and. They would all get and they'd full. be like, "Sir, do you go to school here?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no, at the convention, not the school, not the school, not the school. right? <laughs> all right, next we got uh, some fun news from Peru. Union mm. leader arrested as protests continue in Peru. Mm. Uh, police say they have arrested uh, Rico Leonardo, Leandro. Sorry, Rico 
Leandro, a union leader from the south-central Ayotro region, accused of financing protests and recruiting demonstrators. The, the crime of financing protests wow. and, and recruiting demonstrators. How dare he? How dare he? Uh, supporters of ousted President Pedro Castillo have marched and barricaded streets around the South American country since December, demanding new elections and the removal of his successor and former vice president, Bolerte. The demonstrations have at times turned violent, and at least 42 people have been killed in clashes with security forces, including a police officer burned alive in a vehicle. Damn. Sick. <laughs> uh, well, hundreds more have been injured. On Thursday, authorities closed air and rail lengths to Peru's famed Machu Picchu tourist site for the second time as protests flared up, leading to clashes with police. Uh, protests on the border city of Tanca, uh, 1,200 kilometers southeast of Lima, Peru, led neighbor Chile to temporarily close the crossings between the two countries. Mm. Things getting things real bad around there. <clears throat> um, quote, How many more deaths will Dina Blauter's presence in the presidency cost? Asked Puno Governor Richard Hankel whose southern department has become the epicenter of clashes between protesters and security forces. No position can be above human life, he said. Mm. Which is uh, cool. But um, Borarte, 60, is the sixth person to hold the presidency in five years. They've been under much political turmoil, Mm. especially since the pandemic. Uh, Castillo, who was being investigated in several fraud charges during his tenure, has been remanded in custody for 18 months, charged with rebellion. Mm. That's that's pretty fun. So, uh, yeah, we love it when uh, union leaders start to get arrested for protesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it happens here in America all the time. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're quick. They're, they're trying to make protesting uh, and union organization that illegal and as much as they can, you know, because... That's really the biggest threat to, <laughs> to uh, to uh, their hegemony, uh, you know, and and capital is like people organizing against it. Absolutely, yeah. no good, no good. Next, mm-hmm. we got, so I guess, uh, kind of trek related oh. UFO reports by U.S. troops skyrocket to over five hundred. So a new declassified U.S. government report on UFO sightings by U.S. troops has revealed hundreds of new cases in the last few years. Oh, yeah. So the U.S. Uh, intelligence office is now aware of 510 reported sightings, an increase of over 144 compiled in the spy agency's first 2021 assessment. Nearly half of the new sightings were deemed unremarkable and attributed to human origins, according to the report. However, more than 100 of the encounters remain unexplained. Mm. The report says that encounters with UFOs, which the government calls unidentified aerial phenomena or UAPs because they're fucking nerds, (laughs) continue, quote, to occur in restricted or sensitive airspace, highlighting possible safety concerns uh, and concerns for national security. Of the 366 new reports, 26 were determined to be drones, 163 balloons, and six aerial objects were attributed to clutter. Why are they always like weather balloons? It's so funny. No. Like, why is, there, why is there so many balloons out in the atmosphere? <laughs> I don't know. People leaving balloons everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you've never left, left a balloon somewhere. I mean, I've lost a couple balloons. I'll, I'll admit. Uh, yeah, exactly. That. But like, I, I have a feeling like once they reach a certain certain height, they just like fizzle and die. No, they turn into UAPs. In <laughs> the UAPs. Yeah. You down with UAP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> uh, the report was issued in part to help destigmatize experiences with UFOs and improve air safety. And it says increased reports of encounters are indeed a result of, quote, a concentrated effort to destigmatize the topic of UAP and instead recognize the potential risks that it poses as both a safety of flight hazard and potential adversarial activity. The report mm. states. It goes on to say that 171 sightings still remain, quote, uncharacterized and unattributed, meaning not enough information was collected to effectively identify them. Quote, some of these uncharacterized UAP appear to be uh, demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities 
and require further analysis, the report says. None of the reports has been linked to any extraterrestrial activity. Hmm. Well, I mean, they did, like, what, a couple years ago, open up the... Open up the... uh the uh the vaults and admit that like yeah we have seen there is evidence of ufos <laughs> you know? yeah oh they they still have et's foreskin yeah they still got et's foreskin yeah yeah become president you got to kiss it yeah <laughs> 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 Fuck. sorry that was that that's something that was something implemented by reagan and they've had oh. every single president has done it since <laughs> diet cocoa through my nose. <laughs> Give a little peck to it. <laughs> they, they put it on top of the Bible that they make you swear on. Yeah. Now, 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 give it a little kiss. <laughs> you, can't, you can't leave the country until you give it a little kiss. Just like you got a kiss. Was it in Skull and Bones? You got to kiss John the Baptist's skull. Oh yeah. And so now to be and now to be president, you got to kiss. No, no, you have to give the John Baptist skull. Oh you to, yeah. You have to suck <laughs> suck his bones dry, baby. <laughs> like that bone dry. <laughs> You put it in your mouth until it tastes like stock. <laughs> but this is 2023. We kiss ET's foreskin now. <laughs> but, but but yeah, now that we've you know completely acknowledged that yeah UFOs exist, like yeah, of course, like they're gonna they're gonna be like way more reports of it. You know, it's just like I'm sure like a lot of these probably weren't either reported or divulged in the past. They're you know. And, mm-hmm. You know that, but if you're out, if the aliens are out there, take over, <laughs> take us. Yeah, with you. we're not doing a good job. <laughs> no. No, just fucking end it, please. If like, you can take if, me back to your home planet, please. <laughs> yeah, or you can just blow us into oblivion. Yeah, like, do something. Just but, leave all the nice animals. Yeah. Instead, the the alien just keep edging us. You know, they're just yeah. like they're just like there's like, do we exist? Do we not exist? Do we exist? I hate it. Yeah, hate just it. like just just blow our blow our UFO load and just. Please. Yeah, we've been kissing the ET foreskin for so long. Just <laughs> let's give us the rest of the dick, man. Just give us the give rest, us rest of the rest dick. The dick. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, moving on. Uh, speaking of getting the rest of the dick, Rick and Morty co-creator <laughs> Justin Rowland faces felony domestic violence charges. So. Unfortunately, uh, so we were uh, going to record a few days ago, but uh, we recorded like five and a half hours on fucking yeah. uh, Star Trek Generation. So that was wild. Uh, yeah, we we put off uh, recording the the news and Trek news until today, and so some more stuff has come out since mm-hmm. I got this article. Oh shit! Yeah, I got this one actually five days ago. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, since then, so so what this is about is basically he was like having an argument with his girlfriend mm-hmm. or something, and. Uh, like, uh, he, like, refused to let her leave or mm-hmm. something for, like, a day or two. Damn. Which is kidnapping. Yeah, it's kidnapping. And that's straight yeah. up kidnapping. Yeah, I think one of the charges was, like, false imprisonment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, that's like, uh, if someone says they want to leave. You gotta let them leave. And you don't let them leave. That's, like, and, and you have no authority to keep them there. Mm-hmm. That's kidnapping. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, he sounds like a real piece of shit, which, like, you know, expected more out of a mm-hmm. Rick and Morty car creator. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, since then, it has come out that he, uh, had, has a habit over the years of, uh, messaging young fans yeah. of the female designation. Mm-hmm. Talking, talking, maybe grooming some some fifteen year olds, sixteen year olds, fourteen year olds, teen year olds, mm-hmm. uh, people whose um, whose age ends with the word teen, <laughs> which aren't um, good for fucking if you're if you don't have teen at the end of your age as well, you know, you know. Yeah, he's he's bit, yeah. How old is he? He's like in his mid forties, something. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah. He's been revealed pretty much, and it's crazy because this all like the uh, the initial charges happened in um, twenty twenty, didn't they? Uh, twenty twenty one. Oh, so so yeah. The initial yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, it was then, charged in May twenty twenty, and they were kind of kept out of the news. Like no one heard about this until recently, which is like I don't know how he was able to manage that. 
I don't either. I mean, yeah. you know, like you can get gag orders and stuff like that, and people can just not be really paying attention. Yeah, because um, he uh, just re- they re- the, the I think like what the current there's a current season of Rick and Morty happening now. There is, yeah. and he just released a video game. Oh, did he? Yeah, which the uh, Red Letter Media guys lend their voices to. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> and and he made a cameo in one of their latest videos as Uh-oh. well. Like no. <laughs> oh, he also uh, he released an NFT art collection. Wow. Okay. With over yeah. a dozen works in 2021, which sold over for uh, which sold for over 1.65 million. Yeah, he deserves death. <laughs> he released another NFT project in 2022. <sighs> oh man. All all of these uh-huh. charges, like. <laughs> uh oh. He also co-created and voiced the main character in Hulu's Solar Opposites, which is he did. Uh, which is uh showran by Mike McMahon of oh, yeah. Lower Decks. Ooh. So, yeah. Mike McMahon, you have to answer for this guy. You know? Yeah, I mean this I think this is effectively seeing the end of Rick and Morty and it's uh, no! no! <laughs> but it is but you but you can see it's 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 influence in pretty much all modern adult cartoons. Unfortunately. Now. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Like Lower Decks and like the first season was very Rick and Morty. Soup. It Rick is and, I, I call it Trek and Morty. Yeah, and and thankfully it just like especially this last season of Lower Decks oh, it, really it is, it elevated is, it. Yeah, past. it's really gone past the Rick and Morty, thank God. Yeah, like there was like at this that last season, there was no sort of like lingering Rick and Morty style humor that, that was like in it <laughs> yeah and i i really enjoyed that and um but yeah like i haven't even seen i haven't seen any of the latest uh episodes of this of the latest rick and morty season but can't imagine it's gonna be continuing. i haven't watched it in years because uh i'm a i'm an adult <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not a cis man no <laughs> so you don't like the you don't like the um the uh, Szechuan sauce. Uh, no, no, I, I only smoke good weed. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not allowed to watch Rick and Morty. But yeah, I think he's facing like eight years uh, for this. I mean, I thought he wanted fourteen or fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Boom! I got him. <laughs> um, so I don't know. So at least on this, I'm I'm I think we're uh, we're we're anti-prison on this podcast in general. Yeah, we're prison abolitionists. So. I don't. I don't think he should go to prison. Mm-hmm. However, I think he should be like under house arrest for quite a long time. Yeah. And also, I think he shouldn't be allowed to have social media or make media ever again. Yeah, he mm. should. Uh, he should be deplatformed entirely. Yeah, not have that ability uh, or influence over younger people, like yeah. releasing video games and cartoons. That. Yeah, I mean, it's a sad day, also for you know head shops. No. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. what are they gonna do with their fucking Rick and Morty hash pipes now? Yeah, then, yeah, and like, they're probably gonna, they're, they're probably they're like fucking pickle Rick fucking dab rigs or fucking. <laughs> you're gonna have to put those on clearance now. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. If you're kind of struggling, you need some new gear and stuff. Like, you know, yeah, you know. But if you and you don't mind smoking out of a, a pedos um, a pe- pedo bong, <laughs> a pedo bong. Like, hey, hey, man, come here, come here. This pedo bong <laughs> still cherry. Come hit it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure all those dab rigs and shit. They're probably super cheap right now, and dab rigs are expensive as fuck. So no, not, not there's some. I've seen some expensive ones. There are some expensive ones, but like a Rick and Morty <laughs> one. Come on, they know their audience. They know the there's audience. Some, there's no fucking guy rolling up who, was, who buys like twenty dollars a gram shit, being like. Oh yes, uh, ha- like can I get a closer look at the Rick and Morty piece? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm. Can I see? Can I see the jeweler's glass, please? Ah, <laughs> oh, there's some fine work. You really captured Rick's Rick, uh, Rick's expressions. <laughs> you really captured Rick's pickleness here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to get some cheap some cheap uh, bongs, dab rigs, or whatever, right now that are Rick and Morty related, go for it. Mm. You know, we won't we won't judge you. Yeah. Like, maybe just a little. Speaking (laughs) of people, I'd rather not be judged. Uh, Japanese prosecutors charge uh, Tetsuya Yamagami with murdering former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Mm. A real one. Yeah, that dude rocks. (laughs) He looks like a fucking anime character. Look at that great hair. Yeah, he rules. He fucking rocks. 
Yeah, I mean, he made it. He made a steampunk gun that actually worked. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he made <laughs> many steampunk guns. Yeah, he made multiple steampunk no, guns. He, he was he was living a JRPG. Yeah, he was. He was, he was living Final Fantasy Shinzo Abe. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Man, yeah, he would have been a that would have been that did look like a weapon that like like the gun like the the gun character in a uh, in a in a, in a, in a, in a Final Fantasy would have used. No, honestly. Final Fantasy Shinzo Abe would be so fucking cool. You have no idea. Or even like Metal Gear Solid Shinzo Abe. Or he's like Shinzo Roth. Shinzo yeah. Roth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cloud has to fucking murk him with a giant homemade sword. Yeah. <laughs> giant homemade gun. <laughs> if they don't use that design in a future Final Fantasy installment, they really fucked up. They really did. <laughs> like they, if, if they don't make a fucking like main villain who's like, like, have a politician who supports a cult. <laughs> yeah, Come on, yeah. what are you doing? It, the story is written for you. It's yeah. a great, like, David versus Goliath story where David wins, kind of. <laughs> and he also supported uh, Imperial Japan as well. Like, yeah, he was, like, really no, fucking Shinzo Abe's bad news. <laughs> yeah. He's a bastard. Was bad news. Was a bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our this, boy. This, dude, this dude took care of business. He, yeah, yeah, our he, boy Yamagami. <laughs> yeah, he rocks. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he's like the only one, yeah, that actually used, you know, in this in this country we have such a problem with gun violence mm-hmm. and it's all like... And it's not cool gun violence, ever. No, it's, it's attacking innocent people that it literally have nothing to do with, like, our, with our current material problems like in this if world. If someone blew Pete... Buddha judge's arm off. <laughs> yeah. I would get a. I would start making shirts of that person's face because that yeah, yeah. is cool. <laughs> I mean, that's because yeah, because that's actual like you know praxis. Yeah, praxis. Political praxis. And what supposedly like we why we have guns in the first place. You know, like battling tyranny and all that shit. And mm. like meanwhile, this dude in a country where you know it's like because like yeah, this is what there was like the second gun death that they've had all year. That's nuts. And like uh, that's so. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Like 50% of their gun deaths are cool. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like not even 1% of our gun deaths are cool. No, like, yeah. It's, like, it's all innocent people and children being gunned down by psychos. Yeah. I mean, I'm, have, there, I'm sure there's some, some, some kind of cool gang violence or something where it's like that guy killed my brother mm-hmm. and then you fucking like blow his face off. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something to be said for that. Meanwhile, this dude had a problem with, with, with this piece of shit. No, he, he, with the he, he literally like saw the deep systemic rot yeah. and saw like that he couldn't fix it, but he saw like something that symbolized the deep mm-hmm. systemic rot that would make others like him fear for their lives at all times. Yeah. And he took that symbolic action, which is the dick swingingest thing you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense to non-dick havers or people <laughs> who don't want to swing dick. Swing whatever you want to swing. Yeah, swing whatever you want. But especially swing a homemade shotgun <laughs> that kills a fucking piece of shit right wing cunt like Shinzo yeah. Abe. Like, yeah, that was that. Now that was some sort of this wild news. But uh, he got he got uh, convicted. You said. Uh yeah yeah he he's, he's he's being charged um. But it should also be, um, you know, so th- this guy had a real bone to pick, especially because of the Unification Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we've the, talk- the Moonies. Yeah, the Moonies. We've talked about them on this pro- uh, this podcast before. They're uh, they're real fucked up. Uh, if you want, my to mom more- almost joined the Moonies. That's insane. Yeah, like I heard through my brother. Like I guess, well, I guess she actually like got scared mm. because I guess like some Moonies basically like. Um, I guess uh, according to him, like they kind of like almost kidnapped her and were driving her to um and to to a church in the middle of the night, <laughs> and she got freaked out and and escaped. <laughs> but okay, yeah, they were they were kind of targeting her because yeah, because like the Moonies are really popular down in Florida because like you know now they're all their um their aesthetics are like you know having ars oh, and yeah. like in crowns well, well and, so one of the two unification churches the one that's owned by the son mm-hmm. that's run by the son and not the wife mm-hmm. of the original founder uh they actually own multiple gun factories mm-hmm. which is when uh, you have a cult that like can make their own firearms yeah and that's the thing like yeah have that's it tied very concerning have it tied to religious practice and get, get yeah. you know get tax exemption for their gun manufacturing yeah, and they do they yeah. basically don't have to pay anything for their fucking gun manufacturing because it is part of their religion i want to say um QAnon anonymous mm-hmm. is a really good podcast on the moonies that should mm-hmm. be free i think oh cool yeah so I, I highly recommend listening to that one um 
But uh, he was especially mad because the uh, uh, the Moonies tricked his grandma, or no, sorry, his mother, into donating her entire life savings of over a million U.S. dollars to them. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then she like died in poverty. So, Yeah, that dude, he had a bone to pick with him. Yeah, and pick he did. Yeah. Pick you did. So, you know, <clears throat> we here on... Uh, on Soy Trek, don't approve of the extrajudicial kill, uh, extrajudicial killing of anybody. Mm. However, I mean, what has it been like fifty years since we had a presidential assassination? It seems like we're overdue. <laughs> is all I'm saying. I don't think there's. I mean, well, I guess if you count Reagan, but that was yeah, very that was successful. Yeah, supposedly like there was that that supposed. Like, I don't know. Yeah, obviously bullshit curse that, like, you know, that, that Reagan, since he survived the assassination, broke the, broke a curse where every other, every president every so often would be assassinated. Mm. <laughs> I'm, mean, just, that's, that's I'm just, just, I'm like, just saying, if someone were to break that curse, <laughs> I think breaking curses is magical. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um... Uh, mm, it, mm, it'd be cool if the president were afraid of a group that's not like the CIA or their handlers mm -hmm. on Wall Street. You know? yeah. It'd be cool if like more presidents were afraid of folks just like John Hinckley. Yeah. <laughs> or crazy dudes who make, or, or very S sane, sane dudes. Sane dudes. Who make, who make, Don't stigmatize <laughs> killing presidents, Pat. <laughs> who make really cool, re really cool Final Fantasy guns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, a, you know, make make your own stuff. It's it's a cool project, you know? Yeah. Like, the whole planning aspect of it, like, you get to do some engineering, you get to mm. do a lot of, like, some travel, maybe. Trial and error. Uh, yeah. Um, hell yeah. All right. We are going to close out uh, this uh, this real newscast on uh, something that should come as no surprise. Hmm. ExxonMobil uh, predicted climate change in the 1970s. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of the world's largest oil companies accurately forecasted exactly how climate change would cause global temperatures to rise as long ago as the 1970s, researchers now claim. Uh, so ExxonMobil's private research predicted how burning fossil fuels would warm the planet, uh, but the company publicly denied the link, they suggest, for over 50 years. Um <laughs> This, mm -hmm. issue, this issue has come up several times in recent years, and in each case, our answer is the same. Those who talk about how, quote, Exxon knew are wrong in their conclusions, the company told the BBC News. Corporations, including ExxonMobil, have made billions from selling fossil fuels that release emissions that scientists, government, and the UN say cause global warming. And if you don't think they do, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, the findings are the smoking gun, suggesting uh, that co-author uh, Jeffrey Serpon, associate professor of environmental science and policy at the University of Miami, saying, quote, our analysis allows us for the first time to actually put a number on what Exxon knew, which is that the burning of fo their fossil fuels product was going to heat the planet by about 0.2 Celsius of warming every single decade. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they, that's why I think it's funny, like, they did that study and now it's like, but they and now they just had to buy every single politician <laughs> to yep. backtrack and be like, nope, no, this is just nat the natural cycle of Earth. <laughs> and it's 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 so wild to me how much faith and belief people still have in corporations mm -hmm. after like every single one of them of a certain size has routinely like just profited on death and destruction yeah like fucking like like tobacco companies mm -hmm. after tobacco companies how can you trust any american company <laughs> yeah. like every fucking politician and doctor they had in their fucking pocket was like oh no tobacco is good for you though yeah and then we find out that they've just been like murdering grandpa for the last oh, you know, yeah. half of a fucking century yeah. yeah i was just talking talking yesterday about like how uh how uh sugar you know like mm. there was a big push to to classify uh breakfast cereals as candy <laughs> <laughs> and uh and sugar and uh like uh all the sugar cane people were able to uh to uh make sure that it was like you know rebranded as you know very healthy part of your of a of a normal breakfast mm -hmm. <laughs> and and then the you know has the same, same each serving has about as much um sugar as a candy bar and it's just like 
everyone's lying, you know, and it's just bull. And, you know, just like they would, you know, they would do whatever they can to make as much profit, you know, and there's no long term um, thought that goes into what they're doing. Like, you know, like it's all about the short term gains, mm-hmm. you know, because after all, you know, the people, the Exxon guys know their own mortality. Mm-hmm. They don't care what the world that they leave for the next people, because <laughs> no. like, and if anything, you know, all these, all these, they're more, they're, they're, all, they already have secured their the bunkers for their well, yeah, their no, fail sons and daughters and everything else to go into once right. once shit so, goes 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 haywire. They've already stratified themselves to the point of complete security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why would they care if they stratify things further? Yeah. They're just pushing their ivory tower farther and farther up. Yeah. Yeah, and I can, and it's been successful because, like, you know, you'll have people that will deny like climate change is happening. I remember, I remember back when in like the '90s, early 2000s, my my dad had like he was like reading like a bunch of books on like you know climate change and how it's a fa- Does, how it's fake. Wait, isn't doesn't he work for FEMA or something? He it? did, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, how on earth? He was yeah he was there for um uh, what's it called um. Katrina? Katrina. Yeah, he worked uh he, I think he got well he got the job after Katrina. And um and yeah, and uh which is wild because he saw the devastation that happened. He he mm-hmm. he pretty much like I think like a year afterwards like when they're still dealing with it and like wild. like he was dealing with a lot of that and um yeah, he but he was like don't you read this book, Patrick. It shows how how this is just a natural cycle of the earth that the earth is just naturally growing hotter every year <laughs> that, that we just and and the, and it's just normal to have all these natural disasters cold the coldest winters on record hot hottest summers on record <laughs> that's the thing it's like yeah the earth naturally heats and cools but the rate at which it's heating and yeah. cooling is is causing changes to all of our ecosystems mm-hmm much faster than we can actually deal with them or the nature can adapt oh, in yeah. any meaningful way. Every year we have a new record-breaking storm or nat- or natural disaster that mm-hmm. happens, and it's just like, and every year it's like it escalates, and it's and, just like, and well, like, this is a natural thing. Okay. And, and we're, we're getting things too now that are like <laughs> natural disasters that we never even really considered natural disasters. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like a larger cicada populations happening and stuff like yeah. that, destroying crops and shit throughout like mm-hmm. the American... Midwest, Southwest, and Northeast. Yep. Shit like that. It's, um, yeah. And it's affecting, you know, the, the South, the, the migration of, of human beings. You know, that's mm-hmm. why I like, that's what, like, that is also what that, uh, motivates a lot of people to come to the United States. And, and because of like, of like, of like a devastation to the natural environment and mm-hmm. weather. And that's, that's happening in their countries. Indeed. And, Thanks, America. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just going to keep, Keep uh, keep fucking doing it. Keep on keeping on, my Cause, friend. Because you know, like you know, they control all the people in the highest levels of power, and that that deny that anything's happening. And even the even the politicians that do recognize the inner problem, you know, we have like the toothless Green New Deal type shit <laughs> that'll never actually systemically affect change anything. You know, we and that's a, that's the problem is the Green New Deal is. It's 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 a deal between corporations yeah. and the government. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a deal for like the people at all. It's like that's the thing that people people don't really realize is like the Green New Deal was largely just a jobs program. Yeah. It was it was yeah it was public works and like building the highways and shit like that. But like more than anything, it was a jobs program. Like it was ensuring that we would be putting money back into the economy so it could recirculate. Yeah. Because without that, we don't actually have a GDP, and our yeah. our like our own currency is actually worthless because it's yeah. worthless to us. Yeah, I mean to actually like address anything truly with with um, climate change would mean you know like a planned economy, and, like not have not have like oh. hope, not have oh, no. <laughs> not have overproduction of of things we don't need. Uh, as take uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. How would Amazon exist without yeah, exactly. that, my friend? Are you uh, <laughs> silly me? Yeah, yeah. To completely change, um, you know, go towards a cleaner um, uh, public transportation system. Completely do away with cars, <laughs> which which would be is as. 
basically absolutely necessary. Daddy, Daddy Elon doesn't like that <laughs> yeah. idea very much, Mr. Nope. Patrick. No, and yeah, instead we're gonna have like re- rebuild rebuild a, a train system, but with individual cars. Yeah, <laughs> and and then and and really only and it's gonna be only for the electric what if, cars. What if we had a monorail? With Teslas, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hmm, with like, yeah, just, just, just. But also, he's kind of uninventing it because it's like such so, um, so poorly planned and inconvenient. But yeah, but but yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, we would have to do away with our our suicidal addiction to individualism, and that would mean taking away mm. cars and Star overproduction. Trek, Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> These are what we need. Yeah. And, you know, and then also, yeah, planting some fucking trees where there's a, fu- where there was like, you know, fucking useless office buildings that are making, we're turning them into housing and everything else and, or in, in green spaces. And that's what we need to do. Yep. But so, that would mean like relinquishing power from, from Exxon Mobil <laughs> and making sure like Exxon Mobil executives make, don't make, uh, billions of dollars that they do every year. Boo! <laughs> Boo. No, can't do that. Yes, this sound very American of you. Guess Pat. we got to keep burning, ga- burning gasoline. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, uh, in the words of Metallica, quench my thirst with gasoline. <laughs> yeah. Now give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Ooh, which, which is a quick death. <laughs>